1: Orange and blue sunset a mile high here in Broncos Country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky.
2: humiliating mortifying are you reading your tweet right now brutal awful terrible we're here the Broncos did not show up today but we did Mm -hmm. we did and uh, I mean at what point guys did uh, the disgusting awful uh, turn into just like laughs like holy shit this is really happening again wait 40, 50, yep. 60. At What time for you guys was it like,
3: oh, my God. I think it was some of the runs towards the third quarter yeah. where he was just breaking them wide open. It didn't matter who was in the backfield. But every run felt like it could have been a touchdown. And every time they had the ball, you knew they were going to score. It just became laughable. Yeah. Like, it literally felt like the Miami Dolphins took the Denver Broncos sat them over their knee and just started spanking <laughs> <I> mean, <that's laughs> until they couldn't take it anymore To the no, they're still taking out. it they're yeah. still taking it right now oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, goodness.
0: Uh, yeah I mean somehow somehow like Raheem Mostert I don't even know who Raheem Mostert is Devon A-Chain is like Bo Jackson I don't know who's better than that like I'm at the point where like I don't even know what to compare that to. Like we've never we never seen anything like that before. I mean the the 70 points somebody gave up 72 Commanders or no Washington, Washington back in the day uh, gave up 72 in 1966. Nobody watched that game. Like this is this is the worst football game I think that ever. Yeah,
3: I've like, ever seen for sure. I, if
0: any of us, I, most of you watching probably.
2: Like how could it get worse? There wasn't even color TV the last time a yeah. team scored more. Than the Dolphins did against the Broncos Ooh. today.
0: If anybody in the chat remembers anything about that Washington game, let us know. Like, like if anybody actually watched that game. Yeah,
2: um, might have an old man. Because this is one for all the wrong reasons. Yep. well We'll all remember. I'm always. happy that I got to watch it with you two. I'll always remember <laughs> that. And this was just as bad as it can get and it started right away and it didn't end until Mm -hmm. the clock hit zero and even when the clock hit zero that still was embarrassing because the miami dolphins took a knee
3: on fourth down on fourth Uh down
2: not to drain the clock out to give the ball back to the broncos instead of making it a historic day the dolphins should have set the record for most points ever scored in a game and Tua was long off the field yep, at so you, that point. We're talking Mike White was in. How many points did they get? 14, 21, 21 when their points. backups were in? Yep. Just there's seriously no words. Look at a, a dictionary, and you could just look at every single word, and there's no word that would be wow. too intense for this Broncos. Team. I dare
0: you to do it. Oh, I
2: can't. Look through
3: every word. <laughs> See which one your favorite is. Yeah, um, we're lost right here. I mean, the Broncos, this is the worst football game I've ever watched or ever seen or ever been a part of Um, and like you said the the Dolphins should have set the record they were gentlemen at the end by not taking those last three points that was terrible man I think every part about of it and it wasn't just a run defense it was a pass defense it was every piece of the game I mean. If Marvin Mims doesn't score that Tough touchdown, room. we lose by more than 50 points. Like 50 points. That's crazy to me. What's I, I,
0: I want to just talk about Marvin Mims for an hour. Uh, I know we can. I know right we can't. But we, I would we, love to just talk will, about Marvin Mims for an hour. We will
2: talk about Marvin Mims uh, because the only bright spot of this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, probably the only bright spot. And Russell Wilson. Of this Russell game. Wilson had
0: a great day. I don't think he had a great day. Really? No,
2: I think he... Uh, um, Two of the first three drives, I think, were pretty good. Um, but then, I mean, he cooled kind off of just like the out. rest of the, the Brian Henry, they scored 20 points. Yeah. Oh, I know. No, but, 13, but I mean, they
1: 13, also, I mean, really. Russell, 13, 13, yeah. 13. I'm not You're talking right. about the, the offense, though. So I'm talking about 13, Russell.
2: But your quarterback leads your team. Yeah. Uh, I can't say the quarterback had a great day when you scored 13 points uh, on offense. But we're, we're still talking about history here. What's worse, guys? Um, let me just throw some historical things out. We talk about and what's going to get the most attention, as it should. 70 points, almost the most points scored in NFL history. It's most points scored in the past 60 years in the NFL. So there's that. The Broncos also almost gave up the most yards that an NFL team has ever given up. I believe they uh, were five away at one point. Then once the Dolphins took the knee, I think it probably ended, they were like 10 or 15. I gave up over 720 yards uh, to, to the Miami Dolphins offense. So that's almost historic. They lose by 50 points. 50 point loss. If you give up 50 points, that's awful. Uh You get beat by 50? I can't even comprehend (laughs) that. Also, the Broncos give up 350 passing yards and 350 rushing yards. That might be the first time that that's ever happened in NFL history. And then what has never happened before today, the Broncos gave up five rushing touchdowns and five passing touchdowns touchdowns. I mean, we're talking about history in like ways Every that you way. can't even wrap your mind around. Yeah. What's the worst?
3: I think it's all bad. But the silver lining is that the curse is over. <laughs> that's the end of the curse. I think you had to go out and get whooped yep. to end the curse, end the hoodoo voodoo that's been on the team for the last <laughs> seven years. I think we're done now. Like that has to be it. It yeah. can't get any worse no. than that. Like it's That was the end. Now we can move on and, and, and have better lives. But To me, I think anytime somebody puts 70 points up on you, like, like I said, I've never seen it. I've never been a part of it. Like, I can't even understand what's going through their minds right now. And just the tackling all around was atrocious. I mean, oh, God, you got ran all over. You got thrown all over. Like, it literally felt like whatever they wanted to do to you, they could. The only thing that stopped them (laughs) was the clock.
0: Yeah. And that's where, like, I don't even know what exactly went wrong with the defense because there's nothing to, like, base it off. Like, like, yeah, they gave up a whole bunch of yards in the running game because they didn't get penetration. So there's, like, a start. There's no penetration from the defensive line. Um, and then you have the linebackers who have to sit back a little bit because Tyree Kill's just getting behind them all day. Like, how many times did they just go, like, three steps behind the linebackers, drop a ball in, and that's how that first quarter went. So, of course, they're not flying forward because how could you? You're just letting Tyree Kill. So you drop back, but obviously they're not stopping Tyree Kill. The corners didn't do anything. The tackling was bad. Like, there's – I don't – I don't know what went right like like it seems like usually there's like one thing where it's like at least there's that but there's literally nothing from that defense no there's nothing in fact at the very end of the game which there's
2: just so much bad to talk about from players to coaching to everything around why the is Pat Sertan still in the game but even even Pat had an awful game because at the end of the game he gives up what a 70 yard six I don't know how long it was a touchdown to chosen Anderson chosen Anderson activated from the practice squad with their backup quarterback in the game so I mean you can't even look to one player on defense I
3: hate that play though because he had a pretty good game up until that point yeah he was running all over the field guarding Tyreek Hill yes he gave up a little bit of catches but he didn't even give up more than 50 yards before that like he's not even playing like he you shouldn't
2: think, be playing either. No, he but you be think out. that's a
3: good representation of who Pastor Tan is as a corner? Like, you're so misinformed because at that point, I'm my body's there, but my mind, my spirit yeah. is not in this game at all. Like, he shouldn't have been on the field. No. So I feel like the coaching then put him in a bad yes. position to even be out there. Like... You should have been pulled him yep. from this game.
2: At, everyone should have been pulled. Um, I, at, at at a certain point, you have Mike McGlinchey out there yeah. going down. What if that was a serious? Ind- he got yeah, rolled up on. Mike, Mike went back in the game, but roll up could be a season-ending injury uh, for an offensive definitely. lineman. Why? I, I so I think that was just
0: disastrous in in every single way. I don't mind not pulling players. Like I get, I get that there's the injury risk. There's all that. Like what's what does it get you? But also, uh, you you gotta make them sit in it. Like if you play that bad, you give up 70 points. Yeah. Go back out there and keep playing like offense. You're going to score 20. You're going to let this happen. Go out there and find something like, like I I don't love the idea of just letting them have an
3: out from that game. And no, it's not out. Cause you gotta live with this. You gotta live oh, with def- the aftermath yeah. of it. So it's never out. It's just a precautionary measure so that you don't have guys hurt because yeah. exactly. you do have exactly. guys. You do need guys for the rest of the season. And yeah, some of I these guess. guys, it wasn't their fault. Like necessarily, it wasn't Mike McGlinchy's fault that the team scored 13 points as the offense. Like true, he should have been pulled. Pastor Tan wasn't responsible for. 63 other points like yeah. it wasn't his fault he should have been pulled like
2: and then and then how about this if you pull your starters and they score 70 on you you don't say this in public ever but you're like at least it was our backups exactly. giving up 20 points or at least seven points so it wasn't as bad yeah now um does sean but, want but that not, though or does now, he want those
0: guys miserable Oh
2: well, it doesn't matter now, now you can't yeah. um this was embarrassing for everyone, including Sean Payton,
3: yep. um,
2: who, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, this is, in midway through the third quarter, he was looking at his worst loss ever yep. as a head coach. His worst loss ever from what I was able to find was 32 points. They just lost by 50. Mm-hmm. They almost doubled that with Sean today. This is off to as bad of a start to the Sean Payton era more than anyone could have ever imagined. No one, no one, no as one. bad as anyone said this season was going to be, which no one said it was gonna be that bad because we saw awful last year. We saw embarrassing last year.
0: I bet this th- is th- for origami. Think,
2: think about this, th- it, uh, absolutely. But 70-20, th- probably never before. This. How embarrassing was last year?
1: absolutely uh, was, yeah, was all the way through this
2: was worse yeah oh yeah this oh yeah was worse yeah of course that j- it just hit me wow <laughs> it just hit you me finally felt it right i mean we've then? been talking about history and how yeah. bad it is but oh, yeah come on nothing could be worse than nathaniel hackett ruining russell wilson ruining this great defense that everyone said they had yep. last year and then this three games in Sean Payton and his staff and his coaches and George Payton allow this to happen. And one guy's name that has not been mentioned yet that everyone in the comments has said is Vance Joseph. And I don't even think we really needed to say it because it's very clear. You talk about giving up 70 points. You talk about giving up 10 touchdowns. You talk about setting historic records in points, yards, ways they score touchdowns, ways they get yards. It is on the defensive coordinator and i mean but beyond just a defensive coordinator but um the worst day a defensive coordinator has probably ever had
0: since 1966. so in the modern era but i mean yeah i think the the worst thing i saw today was in the first quarter when the broncos went to a 4-3 defense where you started the game yeah this oh, yeah. is early on this is when i start thinking we were talking about it, me and todd yeah. downstairs i mean how, how do you do that? You are a 3-4 defense. You spent all offseason building a 3-4 defense, learning all the assignments, doing that sort of stuff. They get jumpy. They get trigger happy, say, we need to get Drew Sanders in there, but, but we can't take Josie or Alex off the field. First of all, you did not need to get Drew Sanders in there. I think that's pretty clear now. And I think that that's something we probably should have known before this clear? game.
3: Are you clear with that? What? That Drew Sanders didn't need me in there? You Drew Sanders. You were bounding the table for him. Um, yeah,
2: I did. I did want more Drew Sanders. Um, wanted more Marvin Mints, too. <laughs> there, you go. there, look
0: there you go. There you go. The <laughs> the it's a good one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, what are you doing? Because everything changes. And yeah. I can't speak to that. Todd, how does everything change when you just say, actually – we're, half our defense is just a 4-3
3: this week. It's very different as far as where everybody fits, as far as where the D linemen and the, and the linebackers, how they fit up gaps, how you fit up different run schemes. Mm-hmm. The thing about training camp is it allows you to run so many different type of plays and learn how to block them up against your specific defense. Now, when you go and change the very core of that defense from a 3-4 to a 4-3, everything is different Mm -hmm. and you have to spend time on those keys and understand how to block up different runs and what it looked like was guys did not know how to match up against different run schemes and you saw many plays where they were untouched to the second level and that's simply because guys didn't know their responsibility they didn't know how to scheme against the exact plays they were running It looked like they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, because they
0: didn't, and they honestly kind of shouldn't.
3: But how
2: how does this happen? Like, how does a defensive coordinator make this decision to do this? And, Henry, you laid out Mm -hmm. perfectly right. I mean, like, you've been practicing one thing for nine months, uh, whether it's on the field, off the field. I mean,
0: in some ways for – a Decade, but but then but or then more since Von Miller's second year in the NFL, they've been yeah, 3 four, yeah,
2: absolutely. But then, how does this get also passed by Sean Payton? Oh, absolutely. V- Vance Joseph doesn't just do this and not tell Sean Payton, oh, of how, course. How does this happen just all the way around? Oh, well, it's,
3: it's pressing, everybody is pressing and trying yep. to find a way to make this team better and find a way to help this team win and you see it hurting the team in Russell Wilson fumbles and Cortland Sutton fumbles in strange mm-hmm. new defenses that we've never run against the best offense in the NFL like all these things are coming up now because they're trying to find a way to win but when you press that hard mm-hmm. without real answers you get scenarios like mm-hmm. this
0: and and how you say yes this is a good plan is you say we need to do exactly what the Patriots did last week the Patriots run that multiple defense, the three-four-four-three. Four, four, three, they switch back and forth, and there's a difference between a team that runs multiple defenses and, and practices that throughout the year yeah. and a team that's run a 3-4 defense for more than a decade and says, you know what, let's throw a 4-3 package in. And again, that's, it's not like they're running 4-3 all game. They got away from it. Uh, they really got away from it when Josie Jewell left the game, but they didn't run. It's not like every down they're in a 4-3, but they did get gashed a few times when they're running that defense and Again, just, just baffling, and, and it's not all Vance's fault. It's not all Vance's fault. Like, as, as Sean Payton would Correct. say, there are no clean hands. Everybody has dirt on their hands from this, from this game, and Sean Payton's a part of that. Everybody is, but, well, except for Marvin Mims.
2: So is this rock bottom? Where do the Broncos go <laughs> from yeah. here? Does Vance Joseph need to be fired today, tomorrow? I mean, where do they go from here? Uh, Sean Payton is talking to the media right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. And he's got a couple of words for the team after the game. And let's get to those after I tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Distillery. You need a drink. Every, every, everyone Give me does. You need a drink. Let everyone, me get everyone one, yeah. You need the, you need the oh, bottle, Todd. Reach for the bottle. Uh, and if you're reaching for the Breckenridge mm. whiskey. Uh, are you reaching for Ed McCaffrey's blend, or are you reaching for Alfred Williams' blend?
0: We need defense. Oh, All, Alfred All, All Alfred Williams.
1: All Alfred Williams. We're you need defense. Double company.
2: You maybe make your own blend. Mix <laughs> exactly, the two together. Exactly. Uh, maybe you're, yeah, I mean, if, if you want any orange and blue good feelings today, you're going to have to go to Breckenridge Distillery because yes. you're not getting it from the Broncos game. And if you want to be part of the battle of the bourbon blend that they've got going on, go to breckenridgedistillery.com. Look for their bourbon of Denver Broncos competition vote on which one you like the most and if you want to go to the Broncos Chargers game on New Year's Eve no better way to kick off mm-hmm. your New Year's Eve than watching the Broncos but they have given you free seats away which is sweet uh, post a picture to Instagram or Facebook and use the hashtag Broncos bourbon so check out Breckiners oh
0: and also uh go get yourself a hoagie because this is a day where you could just sit down, have a nice hoagie. My thing is, whenever I eat something like that, I usually need a nap after. Like a hoagie, or even like a big sandwich or something like that. So yeah, might be a good day just to go get yourself... I wish you had James on. James knows, like, all the different best hoagies from Primo Hoagies. Um, But they're, like, a legit chain. I think they started in Pennsylvania, which is where, like, the hoagie was born. They've expanded out here to Colorado. They've got all sorts of awesome stuff. (laughs) Um, And, uh... Yeah, go check them out. Locations in Denver and Centennial. You can uh, order party trays in advance, which is an awesome move. And uh, you can also go to primohoagies.com. It's not just a hoagie. It's a primo.
2: Unlike us. John Payton is at a loss of words after that game, and I don't blame him. I mean, he doesn't have a dictionary in front of him just to read so off true. all the bad words mm-hmm. that are in there. So that's one of the things he said. He's at a loss for words. He said it was embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, Henry, you said that the Broncos needed to sit through that and play through it and uh-huh. sit in their shit, essentially, that they put out there. So Sean Payton's gonna make him do tomorrow. He mm-hmm. said it's gonna be Oof. tough watching the film tomorrow. Yep. I actually wouldn't have been surprised if this is one of those games where the coaching staff just said, "There's nothing to take from this. We're just moving on." Uh-uh. Sean said tomorrow's gonna be a very tough day for everyone going through that tape.
3: Dang, that's the worst. A bad, <laughs> a bad game, and you just gotta sit there and watch it. That would probably be one of, the things, one of the times where the whole team is in one room. Normally you split up offense and defense mm-hmm. or even go to your own position rooms. Like, no, nah, we're going to sit here as a team, and everybody's going to watch everybody get rolled up, ran over, oh, torched, and we're all going to have to sit through this and watch it. Um, we got to go back to that extra day in Miami. I don't know if guys were out. I don't know if they were clubbing. It but certainly we t- looked we like t- it. <laughs> it looked like some people were still hungover from two nights ago. <laughs> we told you don't take the extra day in Miami and they took it anyway and guys look lethargic I don't know this wasn't who we are as a team or could be or who we talked about or thought we were at the beginning of the year this is bad so Todd
2: I think it's uh, a great point you brought up it's not the team that anyone talked about thought about internally externally again we're coming off what A lot of people thought was maybe the most embarrassing season in franchise history last year. And then this happens? You just said, though, is that this isn't who we are. I know it's not who we thought they were.
3: Maybe this is who who they are. Is this who they are? Ooh. I don't. It seems like as a defense, we are Mm -hmm. closer to this than what we want to believe. I mean, we gave up 35 points to a. Washington Commanders team who went out and almost put up no points. How, How many, many points, points did they, they score today?
2: Zero. Zero.
3: Yeah. So that's that's concerning. And then we give up 70 this week. We were like worse in the uh, points per drive the first week. I don't want to say this is who we are, but I mean, if the shoe fits, if it yeah. walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, Hopefully it's not a duck. Yeah. I mean, you can't not be this. You Uh just did
0: it. Yeah. Like, it's just right there. Like, this is who you are. And you got a chance to change it next week. And I don't think any of us are all that hopeful. It'd be tough to be in that locker room and say, like, oh, yeah, Bears, easy win. Like, we got this. Like, this is. But this is the one time you feel like
3: (laughs) 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 they're not going to put up 70 on us. (laughs) I know, right? That's for sure. They're
0: not. It can't be 70, right? (laughs) Like, uh, oh, God. Yeah. Uh,
2: And and, and I think you guys nailed it right on the head is... Uh, they were, with advanced stats, the worst defense in the NFL week one. They gave up 35 points to Sam Howell in week two, making his first road start. The week before, what did Sam Howell do? He put up 20 points mm-hmm. against uh, an 0-3 Cardinals team. Then, at home, what did he do today? He put up zero points at home against the Buffalo Bills defense. So, that's the anomaly there. Because he played the Denver Broncos, he was able to have so much success. And by the way, that happened when Justin Simmons was on the field. So, this wasn't, you know, Justin Simmons isn't worth 70 points here or anything like that. This is oh, much, no, he's pretty much, good. much, deeper. In the past two games, the Broncos are giving up 52 and a half points. Excuse me? In two games, (laughs) the Broncos are averaging giving up 52 and a half points?
0: I mean, they averaged 70 this week. That's even more egregious. (laughs) Holy
2: cow. So the question is, and I think it has to be asked, do the Broncos have to make a change just three weeks into the season?
3: Yeah. I I I don't know. I don't know what firing someone right now would do. I don't see the benefit in it. Yeah, things are terrible, absolutely (laughs) horrible, but I don't see a benefit, you know, besides firing a coach, you get that one boost that very next game. But Mm -hmm. then after that, it just kind of continues to be bad. So I don't think anything would be more positive if we fired any of our coaching staff um, or coordinators. It just wouldn't make it better.
0: So uh, let's see. This is 63 minutes ago. I tweeted that there's like a small chance that um that that sean considers firing vance joseph and there's a very small chance he actually does it which is crazy because that was 63 minutes ago now i'm at the point where it's like i'd be surprised if they don't fire him like this is one of the worst performances ever and i get that it's not all on him it can't (laughs) be all on anybody but you need you got to change something and through three weeks this defense hasn't been good enough and i think that i've i've been disappointed in how vance has called things i, I think that the first couple weeks the coverage is too soft you're giving up too much underneath the run fits things are not clicking in there obviously this week there's a. Uh, I mean where do you even start with the mistakes that vance has made so well, i it- do think that you need to make a change i think you've got christian parker right there who can maybe bring you back to what you were doing more last year and i think that that's
3: nice. We always think that the guy yeah. that's not on the field or not calling his I name I know. is maybe who's calling. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, could it be Sanders worse? was the answer that we were missing <laughs> yes. on defense. Like, well, I don't know. I, I don't do know. think there's
2: one thing that the Broncos can change, hmm. and that's bringing Todd Davis on to hey. be wow. the play caller. As the Wait, comment no, to Colin. <laughs>
0: start <laughs> him. Player coach.
2: Um, like, well, DC they, and they need inside that. linebacker. Yeah. They they need that. And going what, four, three. what firing they Need another what firing vance would do is it would do two things it would uh, let everyone in the organization know what happened today is unacceptable i uh, think they every, know that. <laughs> i think everyone knows in the building that what happened today yeah. is unacceptable <laughs> yes. without sean saying anything and i have to imagine sean is going to say something today tomorrow the rest of the week so it would be accountability i i i guess um and then it it might give a boost to your defense for one week because you're right, you see that happen all the time. Whether it's an interim offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, interim head coach, you typically do get that boost the next week. And then it either goes back to where it was
1: Mm -hmm.
2: or it gets worse Mm -hmm. after that because there's a reason that guy wasn't in that DC position to start with. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, obviously, if this goes a couple of more weeks, I mean, if you're at the buy and it's this bad, Vance will be gone. Yeah. They will promote Christian Parker to give him half a year to see if he can be the defensive coordinator. See if he can make this team better. That isn't to save the season. That is to say, Christian, can you be our defensive coordinator moving forward? Uh, the season's over. This 0-3. Uh, yeah. You dis- You disagree with? The I mean, season I mean, I,
0: I I do. I don't know that a season can ever be over in September. If, if it could be, then this is the one, but I'm not can sure. We,
3: can you pull up the season that the team that Washington beat, 72 <laughs> to 40? Can we see what their yeah. season looked yes, like? Yes, oh. yeah. yes, yes, But, yeah, it's I a, mean, you're obviously
0: not sitting here saying, like, we got to find a way to get to the playoffs. Like, what you're saying is we got to find <laughs> – we, we need to go out on a football field for 14 more games, and Jesus, like, please not this again. Like, please not this again. Like, you got to find some way to at least, like – survive fourteen more games. Like you're not looking at hmm how do we find a way to get a winning record. But I mean you're not
3: you're looking not technically how to, dead. How do we you win? know, you're dead.
2: You're dead. You just have to show up for fourteen more games. Okay.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean this is uh so I I, I do think uh the, the season's over and honestly um I think if Vance or I'm sorry, if Sean fires Vance in the next twenty four hours that is his point zero one percent chance to say this thing's not over i think if we if, if he rolls with vance he's saying uh, let's just try to turn things ah. around a little bit but like no okay you hear you have the answer
0: <laughs> so that year the 1966 giants went tied their first game so they were one zero zero one yeah first tied and then when they faced the Giants, they were where are the New York Giants at? Either way, all I know is that they went 1, 12, and
2: 1. 1, there you go. 12, and 1. Yep. Not a good sign no. for the Broncos no. moving forward. They and, were, uh,
0: one, one, and They were 1, 10, and 1 by the time they faced the Giants.
2: 1, 10, and 1 by the time they faced yeah. the Giants. Broncos 0 and 2 coming into this game. Broncos 0 and 3. Now, Broncos are the only um team in the AFC West now to not have a win so the Broncos are officially at the mm-hmm. bottom of the AFC West. Uh there was a little bit of hope, a little bit of hope the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. I think from all of us and uh, I mean definitely mm-hmm. myself that uh okay, maybe the Broncos can turn this thing around, need a big win in Miami and the the hope was um the Broncos had a minus 3 differential mm-hmm. in their first two losses. So they were keeping it really close. Mm-hmm. See ya. That's gone. Broncos now have a minus 53 point differential yep. in their first three losses. Broncos averaging, I mean, talk about averages. It's gonna, this game's gonna absolutely kill yeah. it. Broncos now averaging, what is that? Like 17 points per loss, just under 17 points per loss in these games so far. It is as bad as it can be, but is it? it? Is this rock bottom guys? We're just. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. Is? it is? Well, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I want to get your full explanation oh. after I tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. Boy, I mean, this is a day where you just you need the whiskey in one hand, mm-hmm. you need the beer in the other hand, uh, and maybe a hoagie just yeah. in your mouth just mm. stuffed in your mouth. Yeah. You're just going to funnel in some beer. Best and, place for a hoagie. And listen, listen, guys. It, it is the best. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You again. The if you pregame, guys... the postgame. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, uh. Seven inches, Henry?
0: We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> that was not, that was <laughs> <that>, no. <laughs> I have flag all yeah.
2: right, all right. We're getting the flag thrown on us. So that means you got to reach for the bron- um, Broncos country ale today. Yeah. So you're probably reaching for that pregame. Now you're probably just going for, like, the Vanilla Porter. Uh, because that's the Vanilla Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets, the Champions, mm. you're reaching for that. That's a little stronger, too. The sun's about to go down, so you might want that. Uh, but regardless of whatever beer you're going for, you want Breckenridge Brewery, come get it down at the DNVR bar. If you can't make it here, go to breckbrew.com. There's a beer locator there where you can find not just any Breckenridge brew, the specific Breckenridge brew you're looking for over at breckbrew.com, the official beer of DNVR.
3: And the Broncos lost 70-20. to 20. That is as big of a butt whooping, as big big of a hurt as you can have. And if the game was in Denver, Colorado, I would tell them to call Backus and Shanker. Smash the two, 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 two. When you get hurt, Backus and Shanker is here to help. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families, helping those who are seriously injured in Colorado for over... 25 years they're free until we win money for your case there's no upfront fee to speak with them about your case there's no fee while they work in your case no fee unless they win your case and they have won over a billion dollars for clients in colorado so if you've been hurt or seriously injured call 222 222 to set up a consultation
2: so i have uh, some bad news justin fields broncos next opponent looking kind of good right now. He's running on the Chiefs defense, which was one of the best defenses entering this week. I don't think this is rock bottom. You just lost by 50 points. Yeah. And you can hit rock bottom next week. And I don't know if there could be a worse rock bottom. Uh, as Ryan said, before we started the show to us, he said, ah, you're having the annual rock bottom mm-hmm. discussion. I don't know how a loss next week could be
0: any worse. It, exactly. Like ever. exactly. Ever. Exactly. How it could be. Any because worse. If, if this happens again, it won't feel this bad. Like if like if you lose 70 to 20 again next week, it's like, oh, this again. Today you're like, ah, you know, like they win this game, they find a couple more, all of a sudden, like, there's a path to like three and two going into a tough stretch. There was at least like some hope. Hope is dead. Hope is absolutely dead. And so like you could lose hundred to zero and it's like yeah, I mean, hope is over. already dead. I, I mean, it's not technically over. Like, I don't think a season can be over in September. It's, it's Hope is dead. dead. It's Hope in a is coma
3: dead. <laughs> yeah. On life support. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's and not a fa- wait. And the families are coming in and say their last goodbye. Blood everywhere.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, uh, the Broncos
0: are on, on offense. They're averaging twenty three points on offense. On defense, after today, they're averaging forty points allowed.
2: Yeah, losing hmm. seventeen points. Brutal. Um, but. <laughs> You could take it one step further. You could say, no, Zach, next week wouldn't be rock bottom. The following week against the Jets at home would be Mm -hmm. rock bottom. Zach Wilson, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, Michael Carter, they were all screaming at each other. They were all screaming at Nathaniel Hackett on the sidelines today. They almost won their game. They lost by five points to the Patriots, and they were losing it. Um, What's going to happen if the Broncos are losing? to the winless Bears next week. The Bears that their defensive coordinator just resigned. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields last week came out and blamed the offense, Mm -hmm. blamed the coaching staff for everything that's going on. Their Mm -hmm. team is imploding. They're going to be winless when they play the Broncos. That would be rock bottom. And then maybe the Jets are a one-win team when they beat the Broncos. So as bad as today was, I still don't think it's rock bottom potentially.
3: It's got to be.
0: Because, again, like this could happen over and over and over. You could lose... 100, like I said, 100-0 to every week the rest of the season. The first one's always the worst. There's
3: no way they lose like this again. Like, this is rock bottom. That's also true. This is rock bottom unless (laughs) it happens again. Then it's absolutely the rock. Because the next two times, even if you lose again, even if it's to the Chiefs, or we're able to beat the—or we even lose to the Bears, we can't—we're not losing by 50 points. Of course not. So a loss, uh, just a playing loss, a normal loss, a three-point loss, a seven-point loss, isn't rock bottom, even if it's against a winless team. Mm Mm-hmm. Potentially setting the NFL record for worst loss ever. <laughs> yeah, and only not getting that because Mike McDaniels chose to take it easy on you yeah. and not kick the field goal because he was a nice this guy. This is it. this is the bottom. We're at the bottom. So I, it's I only think
2: going up from here, it only baby. Goes up. Let's it only go. Goes up.
0: I think the best question is like, what is this rock bottom compared to? Like. How far can you go back? And this is still the low point. I know like, exactly it's, when. It's worse than the Rams. It's worse than, like, I think you go all the way back. It's pre-Super Bowl. It's pre-Payton. Like, I think you get back to, like, the Josh McDaniels time, and that's where the there's at least a conversation. It's, it's 2010 when the Raiders dropped. What then
2: was a franchise high in points given up by yeah. the Broncos? 56 points to the Raiders with Jamarcus... Russell Mm. at quarterback. So the Raiders were awful. It was the Raiders. It was at home. Mm -hmm. And you gave up 56 points for them. Think about that. The Broncos entering today. Worst game in terms of defensive points given up. 56. Today, or maybe it was 59. 59, 59-56. Doesn't matter. Today they give up 70. They blow that record out of
0: the water. They made Tua look like Jamarcus Russell. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But that probably was worse. That probably was. I think this has a case just because like 70, but that probably was. This is the low point back to then. That was lower. At least this was a good team. Exactly. At like, least you have that I guess. part. I guess. And like I Justin guess. Simmons was hurt.
3: This, um, was, uh, this is lower for me. Uh, <laughs> this is lower than that? That's <laughs> fair. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. fair. Because even, even your hate even for the Raiders. I, yeah, I can't blame you. Yeah, yeah, because with that, that was, I wasn't a Broncos fan, I guess, at that yeah. time. And I didn't know half the team like I know half these guys yeah, oh, like this makes this hurt so much worse because yeah. I know all those guys out to go out there and put their body on the line and work hard for it like I know the locker room is just dead silent right now it's bad it's I a know. bad place to be right now So well, it's usually it's
0: so fun like again you have a different relationship but like even just going in there it's like Wednesday Thursday Friday going to the locker room like Wednesday's recently a little bit tough but things pick up like chat about things talk about college like now it's like it's just going to be pain it's going to be dark like everybody's going to be miserable for another three four months
3: yeah and this is just like that if i talk about the locker room this is just like that quiet eerie silence like some games are like everybody's mad somebody you lose and you lose like by 15 20 points now Mm -hmm. we're fighting now guys in the locker room pushing and shoving losing by 15 points like nobody's saying a word it's the most silent spot you could be in america right now like the guys are just very unhappy. Um, yeah, they're pissed. They're pissed off.
2: So, Todd, um, we had Pat Sertan on our show after the week one loss, and, and he said, calm, look, fans need to calm down. It's, uh-huh. just, it's just one game. We all agreed with that. That I still yep. think that's very true. Um, then after last week's loss, I asked you, like, at, at 0-2, is, is the locker room believing that the season's over? And you said no. You said no. Do you want to tell me what you said after that?
3: I think I said, but if it's zero and three, yep. Then it's looking like, <laughs> yep. and you lost by fifty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Guys are, look, guys are looking at vacations and yeah. where to go in the off Like I, I, I think that the hope in the locker room is gone. Like you just feel like at some point we'll find it, we'll get it together, we'll click. We talked about in the first two games how they were like very close in so many different areas about like finding it out or hitting that switch to be a really good team. This is as far away. From that, as you can be, I think at this point now, guys are probably pretty uh, discouraged in the locker room.
0: I just realized I have to do game grades this week. Fun. I'm tempted to just Deep. say, like, no, just everybody gets an F. Let's Marvin just move on. Mims,
2: A, baby. A, a for Marvin, <laughs> B for Roz.
0: Everybody else gets Fs. Like, oh, to me, it's just. Yeah, that just clicked. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., wake up, rewatch. I might. I'm No promises on game grades this week.
2: There we go there we, um todd take us into uh what a plane ride home is like because you mentioned the locker room oh, it's a but now the broncos have to get on a plane four hours for, yeah over four hours to come back here what's that like not just being zero and three but a loss like this when kind of reality sets in and coupled with just humiliation
3: yeah i think in the plane right now you're probably seeing guys kind of like. Find their own space. Like normally the plane ride is somewhere where we like all watch film and then you taking your iPad around to different guys like, hey, do you see this? We almost had this right here. If mm-hmm. you just come and, you know, and hit him at this angle, I'll be right there the next game. Like, all oh, that's done. Like, mm-hmm. we're not talking to anybody. We're not having any cookies like they're not even serving <laughs> them anymore. Like you guys are getting <laughs> salads no and cookies. Definitely yeah, no like, cookies today. No, no. no. Oh, what no. are you this eating? Then?
0: Huh? Like what is it? Like the McRib? Just a whole bunch of McRibs
3: or something? Everybody has to eat. Or like... Yeah, it's, it's it's bad. Like normally they have really good food for exactly. you. but I think a loss like this, they shouldn't even have food on the plane. <laughs> oh, like like egg salad sandwiches. Home, home. Yeah. <laughs> everybody just egg like, yeah. meat sandwiches or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah. What was, it's gonna be quiet for a while. What long was the time.
0: worst plane ride that you had?
3: Oh dang! You know what's funny? As a as a retired player, you try to like leave all that out of your mind. Yeah. So I can't even think. I know for sure we had a few of them. Um, but a uh, specific one right now, I can't think of one.
0: Huh? Yeah, I mean that's just brutal. I know, like in high school, there's like rules. Like our high school football team—not not that I was on it—they uh, had a rule like if you lose, there's no talking on the mm. way home. And, and I, it's not like a hard rule. I'm sure in the NFL, it's more of like a obviously, if anybody hears you laughing, you're just gonna get your ass kicked. But like I just, that would not be a good time. Luckily, we get to just. Laugh about it. Yeah. Uh.
2: So something else that just sucks with this is just realizing comparing last year to this year and being uh-huh. like, shit, this isn't any better than last year. In fact, is it worse than last year? And then just going back to what was supposed to be better. Uh-huh. And uh really the offense is better oh, through yeah. three games than it was last year. Um Russell Wilson is better certainly without a doubt than he was last year. But other, and, and those are huge things. I'm not trying yeah. to dis- discredit that, but it those kind of fall on deaf ears when you're 0-3. Nobody cares but right now. Penalties, um, penalties were mm-hmm. supposed to be a lot better, right? That's what Sean said, right? Mm-hmm. He told us, this team was awful last year. We're That's not gonna happen under me. Penalties weren't numbers-wise as bad this week. Seven penalties, 14 points though. Now, Broncos are still losing. With, with those 14 points, but you literally wipe two touchdowns off the board by mm-hmm. penalties there. Penalties give up uh, a first down to uh, uh, the Dolphins. So just undisciplined play happening. Um, and uh, there's just other things mm-hmm. that we were just told were going to be different with coaching with mm-hmm. Sean Payton, and they're, they're just not. But- and that's mm-hmm. when it's like, damn,
0: this sucks. And that's where I see, like, the offensive improvement to me, like, You can see that it's Sean Payton. Like, that part is Sean Payton because it's the bones that's better. Like, they're finding, like, consistent gains. Like, they're finding open receivers. But then you have things like penalties taking away touchdowns. I mean, you can get to, like, coaching. You got to have discipline, whatever. But, like, the bones of the offense, it's working. It's finding you those touchdowns in the first place. People are making mistakes, you know. You're finding Cortland Sutton for good gains he's just fumbling the football twice, you know? And that's, again, like you can turn it around to like discipline, like old school, like you got to grind in these guys, no mistakes. But it really is players making mistakes on top of an offense that is putting them in good positions. But Henry,
2: Sean Payton told us this offseason penalties were going to get better because of coaching. Yeah. So
0: he said penalties are because of coaching. So you're trying to
2: take it and put it on players. No, that's on coaching. But but He told us it was on coaching. My point
0: is like the offense is better and the way that it's better is just that the bones of the offense are better. Like the reason you found this extra whatever it is at this point like four or five points a game is because you've you found a way to like build a functional offense but you're still just making all these mistakes that means it doesn't really
3: matter. Yeah. Um I understand good bones. I do. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just, you got good bones. <laughs> How many bones be broken. Good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's two damn toes. Um, and the thing about me the difference between last year and this year is that last year even though it was really bad it's still only felt like it was like we were like one coach or two or three players away from still being like legitimately good and having a good season. This feels like we're more than two or three pieces away from like putting together a good team that can go out there and even compete in the AFC West. Like it seems like we're further Mm -hmm. away from it this year.
2: And Todd, I think that might be my biggest Takeaway from the defensive side specifically, you can fire Vance, mm-hmm. and uh, there's no argument to defend Vance right now. Like we've gone over the numbers, it's as bad as it can be. Um, you can fire him, and uh, no one would say anything about it. Um, but that's not fixing your issues on defense. You have <sighs> Justin Simmons, you have Pat Sertan. And then is everything else, have we and everyone in Denver overrated everything else on defense? Maybe. Maybe you can go through a few players and say, no, that guy's actually as good as we thought. Maybe the inside backers. um, How was the pass rush today?
3: It wasn't even there. I
2: didn't even think the Broncos were allowed to have a pass rush with how they were. (laughs) Um, Zach Allen the interior defensive line showed up for one play. Mm -hmm. That was a nice turnover on downs, which then the offense decided to go seven yards back and punt when they were started off in field goal range. So Mm -hmm. um, I think the Broncos have two really good players on defense and one of them, I think the closer we get to the trade deadline, is going to be involved in trade talks with Justin Simmons. And that's a conversation that we'll certainly get into Mm -hmm. maybe this week with where it sits right now. But people are already calling for the Broncos to blow everything up, trade everything. And to me, that was kind of the biggest realization today and over the past three weeks. But really today was like they're not one defensive coordinator away from Mm -hmm. competing for in a game, let alone the AFC West, let alone the playoffs or anything bigger than that. And uh, that's what sucks todd and that that's where the hope really kind of gets pulled away is damn it's not just a quarterback because they got that with russ it's not just a coach because they got that with sean
3: yeah and at this point of the season or at this point of losing by 50 points this is kind of where like you'll see guys with injuries um make sure that they're 100 percent like if i'm justin simmons i'm not coming back next week I mean, I come back to react after that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm 100% healthy. I'm not yep. putting my body on the line to go out there and lose anyway. And if you, you hear the trade talks, you hear the trade rumors. If I'm up for trades, I'm going to be out there as little as possible trying to conserve my body. So I think more and more as the season goes on, you're going to see more guys take business decisions on protecting themselves instead of, like, guys really being out there, put their body on the line or, like, You know, guys like back in the day, we're about to go to a Super Bowl, cutting off fingers like you do that for like (laughs) really, really good teams and really, really good moments. Like, I'm not putting my body on the line to go out and have this happen to me.
2: Yeah. And we're in week three. Imagine if this continues.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just a tough spot to be in. Like, I don't. So typically I'm against like the whole rebuild thing, like tearing things down and trying to build back up just because that has, as far as I know, never worked before. Like right now, you've got like Jacksonville has Trevor Lawrence, and like maybe they take the steps, but nobody's ever like torn down, restarted, totally fresh, as far as I know, and it just like worked out for them. Um, and and on top of that, like I still think the biggest problem with this team is just a lack of really good players like all pro type players. I think that if you add on like a George Kittle or something like that, like that significantly changes things just right now. You're short on those. So the idea that you're getting rid of a Justin Simmons makes me think like, okay, congrats. You found like a second round pick. Now you found a, like a, a, a solid starter and you save some money, but really you just want the opportunity to spend money on good players. Like that's what this team is desperate for. Um, but you lose by 50 points. You're Owen three maybe your only option is to say you know what this is like a, a four win team and the only way to get better from there is to do things drastically so i i don't have strong feelings about whether you're trading guys away or rebuilding but i i will i will by tomorrow probably it's just so fresh i don't even know what you do from here well i just
2: think i think kareem jackson in the locker room right now just said what needed to be said um and kind of told us exactly where the broncos are and it's it's refreshing mm-hmm. i think um but first i just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuning in with us right now this is miserable uh-huh. um we could have never imagined the broncos being 0 three uh-huh. getting outscored by 50 or no yeah 53 points in the first three games of the season but we have so many people rolling with us right we now i just want uh
0: 1700
2: people exactly yeah we so... got tons of people watching and rolling with us right now and uh, this is why we do it to be here with you we're Here for the good, but typically it's only the bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we're here with you guys, and we just wanted to say thank you. Hit us with a thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. Helps us out a ton. And I also got to say thank you to our friends over at Bet365. If you would have bet the over in today's game, you would have been rolling in money with...
0: In the first half? In the first half? Oh, probably.
2: Yeah, I think it hit in the first half. You would have been cashing out those bets... You'd have been thanking the Dolphins when they scored 49 points because they covered the over on their own. If you would have bet on the Dolphins to score 70 points, I mean... You wouldn't be working. I mean, tomorrow. yeah, if you, you would bet on there to be <laughs> 90 points in the game, 50 points. Take
0: the Dolphins minus 49 and a half. A lot of money there. Man,
2: man, that would have yeah. been something else. And you can get all these lines over at Bet365. Were they say never ordinary. That's what today's game was. Literally not ordinary in any way. A game that we have not seen in decades. In fact, I mean, my parents were barely alive the last time a team scored yeah. more points than was scored on the Broncos today. And if you want to bet with free money. Use the code DNVR365, where they're going to give you $365 in bonus bets when you place a $1 bet. That's $365 of bonus bets over at Bet365 by placing a $1 bet. You must be 21 and older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: My girlfriend just texted me uh, the, uh, the Vikings stink. Mm.
3: It's like, oh, do, they. all do three, the biking they're
2: they're that, Do the Viking sink. That must be two. hard. But yeah. well, they just lost to the Chargers, yeah. so that means they really stink. Buh.
3: Trash. Trash. <laughs> Trash. And uh, this is a day where I really wish I had my Shady Rays, so... Didn't have to watch that game. Um, uh-huh. Hide the had tears. could have my eyes protected and hide yeah. my tears. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You can take on sun with gear that's built to last. Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather or cold weather ahead. With premium polarized shades at an affordable price. And the great thing about Shady Rays, if you lose them or break them, even on the same day you buy them, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase them. You can use code dmvr for 50 percent <laughs> off two or more polarized shades go check out our friends over at shady rays they're definitely the best sunglasses in town
2: so <laughs> one thing that i'm just sick <laughs> and tired of um with covering the broncos team since 2016 is just year after year here and we're one piece away kind of mm-hmm. like the quarterback the coach um, no we still have a good defense um, and some of the some of the times that's true mm-hmm. like uh, the broncos defense was really good in 2016 really good in 27 really good in 2018 it sucks now mm-hmm. it, it does you can't look mm-hmm. at what happened this year and say it's good but you know where you have to hear that it has to start inside that locker room in order Mm -hmm. for it to mean anything Mm -hmm. vance this past week came out and said he still believes the broncos can be uh, a a good defense um but today kareem jackson this is coming from chris thompson uh in the locker room uh, kareem said it was embarrassing but i think more importantly he said defensively we're a bad unit and i'm part of that Mm -hmm. if this team's gonna turn around or like get any better they have to realize just how bad it is i think that's what a 50 point loss does but last week we heard players come out after they gave up 35 to sam howell which just looks even worse now Mm -hmm. after what sam howell wasn't able able to do today and say the broncos are are still an elite defense they can still be an elite defense yeah no that that needs to go away Mm -hmm. and so i'm happy that with the veteran leader on that unit right now especially when justin simmons is is sidelined that this talk is finally starting. It's about time, and I, I mm. like that ownership from
3: Kareem. Yeah, he's keeping it 100. Like, he has to be honest about it. Uh, if you keep sweeping it under the rug, it never gets better, it only stays dirty. So I think they have like to be that. honest.
0: <laughs> imagine, imagine though, if they weren't, like, like, imagine, say, Nick Benito just, like, walks in the locker room after the game, like, smile on his face, like, ah, oh, good game, right, guys? But Henry, everybody's like, said wait, that, no, 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 Henry, no. they
2: said that last week. They yeah, said they lost they, by two. This defen- they gave up 35. I'm talking but, about the I mean, defense it's a, specifically. It's a, it's a the defense was game. asked about it, and the defense said, "Yeah, we're we're still a good group. We, we, yeah. we just need to correct a few things." No, they're they were far right. from that. No, they. I thought they
0: were. I thought they were. Thought they were. Well, then you were
2: wrong, Henry. I'm sorry, I know but I you was wrong. wrong. Okay, yeah, well, I that's think that's everybody was wrong. They it's gave a good up realization points. to finally have. Yeah. And so maybe this ass whooping, as people in the comment <laughs> section are saying, was needed, or as Todd said, that spanking, bending them over and spanking them, or we
0: sucked, as Alex Singleton said.
2: Yeah. And that's good. So I, th- I think it's good to, to hear these truths. Yeah. Um, because, Todd, I don't know if any defense you were ever on truly needed to come out and say these things because you guys had bad games against the Eagles where you were notably benched, or not benched, you were notably injured and not playing yes, in that game, you, you. where you gave up over 50 points. You can have a bad game and still be a good team. Maybe you can't give up 50 points and be an elite team, but you can still be a good defense. This is, the first three weeks have shown us that they're they're not good at all, so I'm happy that um, that they're taking the first step, which is admitting it, right?
3: Yeah, I wish we would have had some of this honesty from some of the offenses I played with. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> I definitely wish we would have heard that, so they could have been a little better. But, uh, yeah, honesty is always key, man. I mean, like like we talked about, they're not going to get any better trying to act like they are still good or still able to defend anyone. Like, it's bad, man. They're, uh, they're at the bottom of the league right now where they rightfully are, and they have to figure out how to get better from here. But they, they have to understand their place to in order to do that.
0: Yeah, I also just real quick uh, with Vance. I, I want to bring this up earlier, but Christian Parker might turn that job down. Like, I think that that's the piece that you're forgetting is that or not you, but like people are forgetting is that uh, who t- did he turn it down last year? The interim Igero job Igero um, did. That's yeah. of course. Yeah, I don't want that on my yeah, resume. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not taking I over the head coach shop for this. And if you're Christian Parker, That's something that you would have to consider is like, what, what is this going to look like for me? Like, obviously you turn this defense around. Like if if you keep teams to what 21 points a game over the rest of the season, you might be getting like a head coach job next year. But uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. That plays into it though. Yeah, you have Minuski, no, who it, you'd think would take it. Yeah, yeah, and he's experienced. He's had some good defenses. It's a, it's a good, it's a really good point,
2: Henry, and that's, uh, that's something that Christian would, would have to consider. Do I want this mess on my hands when mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a defensive coordinator for another team next year? Yeah. Um, so as Todd Davis in the comment section saying, "Good call, 51." <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know who that is. But <laughs> I, I love you. Yeah, I haven't seen
2: Todd touch his phone in a minute, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, but you guys heard me. I said I love you we love you thank you so much for rolling with us let's talk to you guys yeah i'm right excited now. for the super
0: chats uh, these are gonna oh be great man, it's gonna oh. be wild holy oh, yeah. smokes! 25 let's, it. let's jump do
2: into them zachary gardner says only positive about this game is that we have our first round pick vance joseph needs to go yes thank goodness the broncos did not trade that
0: also marvin mims
2: also marvin
0: Mims. kick yes. return touchdown those don't even exist anymore that that kick return touchdowns extinct. Like, there'll be two, three a year, and Marvin Mims just had one.
3: And he had a nice 30 yard reception. He did.
0: He did. Yeah. Marvin did. Mims is a, is a player. That's for real now. Marvin Mims is your number one receiver. Uh, He's your best. I don't know if I could go that He's far. He's your best <laughs> offensive threat. It's just tough when court fumbles. He mm. fumbles twice. Yeah. That
2: can't be your number one receiver. That's not normally him. Uh, I know, exactly. It's, not, but twice it's in fluky. The game? It's yeah. fluky.
3: That's yeah, I don't know. Uh, Exactly. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's not. So I think everything's just bad. Like everything is as bad as it it can get right now. So everybody's like under that umbrella of just, I don't know, bad energy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except Marvin. The losing, the losing,
2: (laughs) the losing ways. Marvin hasn't been here long enough for that to seep in. Oh, boy. (laughs) Next one uh, from uh, uh, N-I-H-I-L-S-H. No, just say it. And uh, (laughs) I'm completely out on Sean Payton. Yes, this team lacks talent, but Sean Payton has built a horrible staff around him, misses obvious challenges, makes questionable calls, both offensively and in-game management. Um, And I mean, yeah, today he was not the biggest issue, Mm -hmm. but why didn't he throw the challenge flag on that Cortland Sutton catch? I understand Mm -hmm. it's the first drive of the game, but, uh, you pick up something there. The Broncos are still going to get their ass kicked in this game without unfolded, but it unfolded.
0: Yes. But, but I
2: mean, it's a different game. Throw the challenge flag. Exactly. Um, That's the
0: biggest mistake he's made.
2: Uh, all season?
0: Oh, yeah. I totally disagree with that. Really? Okay.
2: Um, but I, I think there's been many. I've, I've been very hard on Sean the first two weeks. Yeah. Um, so I'll just let those conversations speak for itself. But, yeah, I, I've been very disappointed in Sean the first three weeks, too.
3: Yeah, I think one of the reasons why he came out of, uh, I guess, retirement from the studio is because how much control he had coming to the Broncos. I mean, he yeah. put together his staff. He was able to choose who he mm-hmm. wanted. He went out and got players that he played with previously um, to make up the roster. So um i'm not saying it's all his fault but i think he yeah. does deserve a little bit of onus for um these kinds of losses yeah.
0: i mean to me like you've seen the bump on offense like it's kind of exactly what we expected where it's like oh sean payton he'll give you another three points a game that's basically what we've gotten but meanwhile there's all these other flaws and so many like 70 points obviously that falls on the head coach's plate too so i don't think i don't think anybody's sitting here saying like ah oh, sean payton Exceeding my expectations. Yeah,
2: and and I mean, he does deserve the uh, credit for the bump in offense, but he's not your offensive coordinator. He's your head coach, so he does get that bump, but then he hired Vance. Um, He uh, is in charge of everything, and what have we talked about? The more that he's here, the more power he's going to get. Awful day, three weeks, month Mm -hmm. for George Payton as well. He's going to be canned after the season. That just means Sean Payton's going to get more power. At Mm -hmm. least that's what we think and thought. Maybe that'll change. I'm not sure. Dan Peter chimes in and says, what can we we realistically do to save this season? I really don't think Vance will get fired now. What can this team seriously do with 14 games left?
3: Uh, We can start to put together uh, good games to kind of lead into next year. I don't think we're going to be out there winning a bunch of games, but we can start to put together um, kind of the team that we want to see leading forward or going forward. I wouldn't suggest trading anybody like, like hank feels like i never feel like that's a good decision what happened you trade bradley Chubb. he goes out he the <laughs> other team finds a way to pay him now he's a part of this 50 point loss that he just dogged you guys with like
2: what a day for bradley
3: there's so there was actually so many broncos guys on the sidelines from alexander yep. johnson to uh eric stutesville like they, it felt like it was half the broncos yep. old team vic fangio who is Somebody that has this in his pocket for the rest of his life, (laughs) like Andrew Beck, 87 yard touchdown. Like, yeah,
0: not with the Dolphins, but yeah, it's a big day for non Broncos or former Broncos. I think that's a
2: great question that you bring up, and that's something that will probably be our entire podcast, maybe even tomorrow. So make sure to stay tuned and roll Mm. with us. But that, I mean, that's a great question. Where do you go from here? That is Justin says TD was right two days in, or Todd Davis was right. Two days in Miami, them boys looked hungover.
3: Yeah, they were a little bit all over the place. <laughs> Couldn't catch their balance to start. You know, when you're drinking and it's hot, that's when you're really lit. So, <laughs> I don't know. That is yeah. true. <laughs>
2: Stephen Sholey says, how does anyone have anything good to say about Vance Joseph? Fire him now. Don't even try to defend him. Bump, burn him and George or er, bum, bum. Yep. him and George Payton should be oh my gone. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. We're not, we're not chanting <laughs> for that. Uh, loser franchise stuck at the bottom of the trash pile.
0: Yeah. I, to me, you got to make the move. I know. I mean, it probably doesn't make a huge difference, but I mean, what are you playing for? If not for like doing what you can, like again, it's a Sean Payton thing. It's nice to get that small bump on offense. That small bump doesn't do shit when
3: you give up 70 points. Yeah. That's and we fired sure. that thing on Hackey last year. I mean, he was terrible, but it didn't do anything. It's not like we yeah. kept a single coach from that staff. Exactly. Like nothing that was done in those last couple of games showed us like anything positive to where somebody that was underneath him needed to be promoted or kept on staff. So I just don't get all yeah. the firing and trading during the season. I don't think it's it really helps.
0: It's just tough because you've got 14 meaningless games coming up, and so... Why? Why? What does anything matter at this point?
2: <laughs> Rick says, can't blame Russ at all when he's running off his spot every play. Bulls needs to go ASAP. We need trenches, O-line and D-line. It's not like the Broncos didn't try. They spent uh, over $30 million a year on their offensive line this offseason. They went out and paid Zach Allen $15 million. You're right, they need to be better, but it's not like they haven't tried. Mm-hmm. And now they're stuck with those contracts for a while. Yep. Uh, Russ continues to look good. I mean, that pass to to mm-hmm. set when he bought time, yep. ran out of the pocket, bought time and threw a strike to court. that was nice.
0: And to me, the offense still looks close. I think that there's, there's enough that's going well. Like, I think, I think that the problems offensively are fixable and that's at least a starting point to me. The, the defensive line is what's egregious. Like you just, you there's no push. There's no penetration. Like you're not freeing up the linebackers to make plays. Um, but get yeah, like it's not all the defensive line today as sean says dirt on everybody's hands
2: yeah that's for sure steven says again uh or no bro uh yeah steven says trade everyone not named marvin mims start the rebuild yeah. conversation we're gonna be having probably yep. way sooner than we thought yeah. this week on how do the you podcast. fix
0: it I have no idea. How okay, do you, How you get the, the Broncos ground? to a Super Bowl? Exactly.
2: Broker Mark Mavity says, "Fire Vance Joseph." In all caps. I turned the apps preseason hockey on after halftime. I was so mad. Yep. Yeah, Sold I, my
0: tickets for twelve bucks each day.
2: Um, it wow. Yeah. In, in the in the comment section, let me know when it turned from anger to like just again. Like Laughter. hysterical. Yeah, just uh-huh. like you, you laugh so you don't cry. Let me let us know. Uh, Bradley says, why was Russ left in the game when he was getting killed? Was Sean trying to bounty gate his own quarterback? <laughs> yeah. So many questions about awful coaching today. That's another question about yeah. coaching. Henry agrees with it. I don't yeah. a- agree with it. It just it would have been awful. I'm, I guess I don't have to touch wood, but I'm touching wood that no one got hurt from that because that just would have been... Inexcusable in my opinion.
0: Yeah. But again, like got fourteen meaningless games, like you're not if somebody gets hurt, it, it really doesn't matter, you hurts know. Hurts
2: their trade stock if that's what you're looking to it do. It hurts
0: your trade stock, I guess. But again, like Is Russ's
3: <laughs> trade stock high? Exa- uh, probably not exactly. Exactly. And no. then <laughs> that's where again where it's like
0: if if they really do burn it all down and trade everybody, what that really means is you'd make like two or three trades at the trade deadline, you know? Yeah. Like and and maybe you lose one of those guys you would have otherwise traded, but you got to make them. It's it's a form of accountability, you know. And I I wouldn't have mind if they pulled them. I don't really care either way. I don't care what you do when you're down by 40, honestly. <laughs> what about when you're down 50? 50? Uh, uh, no, <laughs> still don't care. Still don't care. Do whatever you want. I can't believe they lost by 50. Send uh, all 11 on blitzes. Oh What's my the difference? Goodness.
2: Next one coming from. Uh, uh, we just hit that one uh, from Bradley Howard says. Why the hell was Russ left? In- oh, we just uh, hit that one uh, yes. as well. Uh, yeah, hear really losing it today. Oh, Bad no. coaching on his end. Evan says, as, as as Broncos fans, uh, as Broncos fans, we have overvalued our players. Enough is enough. We don't have the talent, and I'm sick of blaming coaching and quarterbacks. Judy and Sutton suck. No playmakers on defense. No X factor on offense. And, Evan, I think that's kind of the tough realization that, that we're coming to. Um, maybe not all of those points, but definitely that it's it's not one thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, it's like court. Three plays away from just having an unbelievable game. One of the games of his career. You know, if Brandon Johnson doesn't get called for that P.I., there's a second touchdown. He doesn't make those two fumbles. Four plays, then. Two fumbles. The What about the ball that went right through his hands in the end zone? When oh, Russ, true. That would be right true. through his hands. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's we don't no, need to no, debate no, that no. one. you it can't excuse that. He's it went right the, through his hands. Oh yeah, no, it's a bad play. He needs to make the catch. But there you go.
2: As a wide receiver, you can't have like outside of three really bad plays. He had a great game, like exactly. Like, you,
0: you can't have that exactly. But again, like to me, he did the hard parts. He just didn't do the easy parts, and that's what makes it so frustrating. Is that it was just right there for him, but fumbles. Like yeah. how do you, he fumbles as a receiver? Broker
2: again says, do the Broncos make you sad like they do to me? Enjoy a nice cold break brew. There's always something to down the blues away, but don't drink and drive. Yes, absolutely. Drink responsibly, especially when we're telling you about these delicious beverages. Mr. Told You says, what happened? Jokic didn't play today?
0: I miss him. He'll be back soon.
2: Yeah, he will be back soon. Andrew says, this loss is all on the defense. If it's 70 points being put up, Vance Joseph had a Super Bowl defense as head coach and ruined that defense as well.
3: No, our defense was still good. It was. When we, when we had Vance, we were still solid. Um, I think Vance's first stint here was all about the quarterback. We had a rotating carousel at quarterback, yep. and I think it was just a bad look, but I don't think he ruined our defense, so I can't give you that, but this defense right now is pretty bad. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Anthony says... What the hell? Please, Dot. Please, Todd. Help him out. What the hell? Wow.
0: Yeah, we might need a poll. Should the Broncos hire Todd to be defensive <laughs> coordinator or to be like a player? I'm not taking the promotion though. <laughs> I don't want this on my resume. Man. <laughs> uh, uh, man.
2: That's how tough it is right now. My high <laughs> sign says Sean's tanking for Caleb Williams. It's obvious. So that's also kind of like a. Yeah, would you like Caleb Williams? Yes. But the quarterback isn't the issue. That's a crazy mm-hmm. thing. The quarterback's not the issue now. No, but I rather have Caleb Williams next year at age 21 or whatever than mm-hmm. Russell Wilson? Yes. But just imagine how awful this team is going to be around Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. If you draft Caleb Williams and then you cut or trade Russ, and then you have massive cap hits. So you're not only having this roster, you're not able to add to this roster, plus you're cutting players from this roster Mm -hmm. in order to get rid of Russell Wilson. Mm
0: -hmm. Yikes,
2: I mean, you might get him killed Mm -hmm. without, with, with the lack of talent you're gonna have around him.
0: And without running through the numbers exactly, like if you wanna move on from Russ this off season, you, like Cortland's gone, Tim's gone, Garrett Bowles gone. And then probably Jerry, too, because his is all guaranteed. And you do those four things, and that covers the first half. So the, the cap hits basically split over two years from moving on from Russ. That's what you do to pay for it this year. And I guess those savings might carry over to the next year, but then you're not replacing any of those guys either. So you're just down a left tackle. You're down all three receivers, and you don't have any replacements. And you're throwing Cale Williams into that. And that's just, again, if you have the opportunity to take Cale Williams, you do it in an instant. But you're looking at, like, a two, three-win season. I mean, that's just why this uh, this conversation
2: on where did they go from here is going to be interesting exactly. and one we're definitely going to dive into very deep many times starting oh, yeah. this week. Maximilian says, as an Australian, I'm really glad I chose to wake up at 3 a.m. for that Dang. burning turd of a game.
3: Nah. I would have went back to sleep, man. <laughs> yeah. yep. At what point? Well, uh, he woke up at 3, probably like.
2: 345 yeah yeah that probably would have done it uh jacob Weddle says this is an all-time embarrassment heads need to roll bringing vance joseph back was the worst mistake we've made in a long time he needs to be gone asap if not that means sean payton is mailing it in this year for caleb williams wonder what uh rex ryan's gonna have to say on the airwaves this week if he thought it was bad last
0: Yeah, week. we're getting a viral clip from Rex oh, Ryan. Without
2: a doubt. Yep, without a doubt. a doubt. Next one from Drake. He says, here's to the point differential and DNVR and a Cheers. massive super chat yeah. from Drake. He's matching the point differential for the Broncos this year. <laughs> Thanks, we Drake. really appreciate that massive super chat. And we also really appreciate mm. all of these super chats from everyone. And next one from Andrew says, good news. I know to start any rom- running back against the Broncos defense in fantasy.
3: Ooh.
0: That's what's so disappointing. I Me and Tal were talking about it during the game. The it's I like they they took nothing away.
3: <laughs> nothing. The Absolutely Broncos nothing.
0: took. Uh, I mean, obviously, they gave up seventy points. But when when you're down like twenty-one-seven, you're like, whoa! They like they they haven't taken anything away. And it, like you just gotta like commit to the run game, take the run away. Maybe you you'll give up a couple deep balls, but at least like there's there's something that you've got going they took nothing away
3: you got to make teams one-dimensional yeah that way you can really scheme against um what they do best and try to force them to, like what i don't know what the what the uh, dolphins do best is pass the ball yeah so you try to make them run but i guess you don't want to make them run because they're not at 350 yards imagine if jalen waddle played oh my god <laughs> but the thing <laughs> oh is like god.
0: i don't know that it would have made a difference like because again like when you just give up a touchdown every time what what difference could be made, you know? Even but more holes. Thinking back through it, they didn't give up many deep passes. There was the one to Robbie Anderson, or Chosen Anderson. Should we clap for that? Or <laughs> yeah. 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 See, that's the thing go. that was like, you, they Bryce get spot. these massive gains, but Tyreek Hill, like, he never got behind. There, he did 30. that the first yeah. play. He did get behind him, and that was DeLarian Turner-Yell making a mistake. How about that? That feels like ages ago. What? Yeah.
2: The touchdown to start the game with mm-hmm. a, m- a minute into the game. That felt like that was going to be the bad part of the game. Yeah. Nine touchdowns later, we forget about it.
3: Ten touchdowns Wild. in one game. Wild. Wild. Wow. Um, How many?
2: So, so yeah. really quick. Speaking of the running backs, um, their backup running back had over 200 uh, rushing yards and four touchdowns. It's because the starter got hurt, right? No, mm-hmm. the starter also had four rushing or four total touchdowns. Yeah. Insane.
0: Eight touchdowns for running backs is rough. <laughs> That's one way to put it. You said Eric Studisville is the running backs coach down there. Ah, What's he he drinking tonight?
2: Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. Chop Uh. says we need to face the truth. Vance is terrible. No need to be patient. We need to trade everyone. We need to restart, and the best way is to draft Caleb Williams. If we
3: trade everyone and restart, you guys know, like, This is like a three year thing. It's not like we just trade everyone and get Caleb Williams next year and then we go to the Super Bowl. Like, (laughs) we're still, either way we go, whether we trade everyone or we find a way to make Russ work, get some new pieces in, get a new DC, whatever you guys wanna do. Like, either way, this is like a three year fix. And and three years (laughs) is
0: probably optimistic because then you're going young. Like, you're probably looking at, you know, Caleb Williams five years, five years before he enters his prime. And then you say, like, if it's all rookies, you say, you know, that same thing, five, six years until they enter their pro- like three years is, oh, Caleb Williams is everything you could hope he'd be. And guess what? The Broncos made perfect moves everywhere else. Like it's three years. Hopefully. Yeah.
2: You have to ask yourself to jump Sean and take this job for a total rebuild. I don't think so yeah heck no next one from Matthew says sorry gentlemen you cannot convince me this was not on purpose Uh. I watched Red Zone so didn't fully watch the game but every Dolphins clip you can clearly see there was zero effort hashtag tank four I don't care um yeah this wouldn't be like a 90 man tank job operation that doesn't happen it, yeah. was the it was a the the script. script. They yeah. got the script, and damn, too bad we didn't get our hands on that before. <laughs> Governing boredom says Caleb Williams to Marvin Mims is going to be beautiful. Man, Caleb Williams trending. Yeah, in, former uh, teammates.
0: You're right. Yeah. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. How about
2: that? I'm right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe you get Lincoln Riley. I mean, too too soon to be saying Sean's out. But wow. then, actually, Marvin didn't like Lincoln. He was going to transfer if Lincoln Riley stayed. Wow. Mm. Yeah.
2: Well, then, do you want Caleb Williams? You probably still can. Yeah, I want Caleb Williams. <laughs> um, imagine if this is how last year started with Nathaniel. If this was any coach but Sean Payton and everything happened this way, everyone would be calling, not yep. for Vance Joseph's oh, job. Yeah. They would be calling for Sean Payton's job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, five-year, $100 million contract kind of yeah. helps cool the seed a little bit yes. for you.
0: Also, just the history. You know what he's capable of.
2: What I know he's capable of this year is not looking good. William, or no, uh, OPMG says, one, fire Vance. Two, hire Rex Ryan. uh, Three, Mathis is not ready to start opposite of PS2. Four, we need linebackers bad. Hey, Todd. How you been, bro? What you been up to? You want to join?
3: <laughs> I've definitely still been working out, you know? Oh. If, you know, if it's an opportunity, I'm never going to shy away from it, so maybe. So I would mean, you rather
2: be a player on this team and just get the paycheck and live through this season or be the defensive coordinator and have to put this on, on your this record? specific Yes, yes, yes. A yes. player, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I would rather really get my check and go home. Yeah. <laughs> Probably get like, a bigger check, too, at this yeah, point. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. And just say, that's not on me, man. Yeah. So it's 11 of us out coaching, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We'll welcome you back on this pod and like uh what would that be? Come second Tuesdays. week of January? Yeah. Coming Tuesdays. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Well,
3: you, I'll come after in, Pat. we can call in every post game from the locker room. Ah, yeah. There oh, we God. go,
2: there we go. Uh William says Sean is successfully fixing Russ and tanking at the same time.
3: Interesting. Well he did do a really good job of making Alberto visible enough to be traded and show what he could do just to get him <laughs> yeah. gone. You never know. It's true. It's true.
2: Uh, Broker says someone find the Silver Fox himself. Wade Phillips and bring him to fix the defense. He's still coaching ball right now. He's just down in Houston in the XFL, so you could get him back.
0: I mean, or do you think he doesn't ex- want to take this he job don't want
2: this exactly? Right now. Like, XFL, <laughs>
0: like, that's retirement. Like, he goes um. down there, has some fun, like, coaches some football. If he wanted to be in the NFL, he'd be in the NFL.
3: Yeah,
0: wow.
2: Broker, uh, or no, Brett says, as we talk about the lack of talent on this team, George Payton's job status needs evaluated. He is in charge of acquiring talent. I think his job's evaluated. I think, yeah, we understand where it is. Mm-hmm. They could be make a move on him right now, but I mean, I think you'll just do that at the end of the season. Exactly.
0: Really? And, you know, the he obviously didn't do a great job putting this roster together. I think that's played out. But Sean still might say, in terms of like who I want, like looking at the draft board and stuff, there's a chance that he still wants that opinion because y- you're not getting a top GM probably to come in and be your number two. So if you want to basically give him a demotion, like it's still, but he's, He's obviously going to be gone at the end of the season. There's just no reason to do it now.
2: I mean, here's the thing. We already know where Sean Payton's going to go to get the next GM of the Broncos. He's going to go back to, the, to New Orleans, back to the, to the people that he's worked with in the past. So I don't think that search will be difficult at all. Uh, Danimal says, there's one thing and one thing only that can raise my spirit in these dark times. Zach, say, he wants me to say, Chahuha. Instead of Chihuahua. So I hope I raise your spirits there, Danimal. <laughs> yeah. Not that way. The Zach way we are now healed. Uh, one time I said I read Chihuahua as Chihuahua. And some
0: people have That's not rough. let me live it
2: down. chahuha is we rough. Can see. Chris, just a super chat. <laughs> your face is a so red. <laughs> thank you. Thank <Just laughs> you, Chris, for the super chat. Yes, thank you. Steve says... Looking forward to the tailgate in Chicago next week. Kind of wishing I'd oh, save yeah. money on the tickets, though. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be in Chicago see you out there. for the tailgate to see the Broncos either get their first win of the season or potentially their most embarrassing. Did they get their most embarrassing no. loss of the season next week? No, no, no. This is, no, is no, it. This no, is no. it. This they just gave it. up really 70 points. Okay, actually. I think next week could be worse. We'll talk about that this week. There's too. no way. It's impossible. <laughs> um, okay, next one going for... Um, Chris again. He says it's hard to get excited to watch this team. I have season tickets and wish I could get a refund. Yeah, we've already seen like many thousands of no-shows at the Broncos' first two Mm -hmm. games. Very curious what that Jets game is going to be like with no Aaron Rodgers. The sizzle's not going to be there on the field. Maybe people show up to count the play clock down for Nathaniel Hackett, but maybe they'll need to count it down for the Broncos instead. Can yeah. they
3: still use, like, COVID as, like, a reason for refunds? <laughs> like, they're too scared to go oh, the back. <laughs> back. to the games? COVID's come back. I'm sick. You don't want me there. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have heard some other season ticket holders say, like, I don't want these. I wish I – like, I don't want to buy them. I want to cancel them. I also don't want to wait 35 years on a wait list to get them back. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of feel trapped, yeah. which that's
2: – that's Bron- just the world we live in. Broncos country is great, even when the Broncos aren't. Uh, line them up. Hits us with the Super Chat. Says, are the Broncos officially the worst team in the league? Well, let's look around the scoreboard uh, right yeah. now. Um, the uh, Cardinals, the only two Cardinals, who many people think are the worst team in the league, are beating the Cowboys
3: 18-10 mm-hmm.
2: to 10, yep. heading into halftime. So,
3: All field. And they may- were up against the They're Giants. They were up against the Giants, yep. Yeah. Yeah. They played a close game in Washington. Yep,
2: yep, yep. So that's actually a good conversation we probably need to break down this oh week. Man, God. a lot of bad conversations we need to break down this week, but that's what happens. Uh, Lavelle says, why does Sutton fall uh, Why does Sutton fall every catch? He's too goofy.
0: I mean, you saw Yeah, There was one play he could have gotten out of bounds, decided so to run, picked up a couple extra yards, and he fumbled. So what do you – do you want him to go down? You want him to run like he fumbled twice and he was running. It I I don't know what the answer is. Uh next one from
2: Dr- drink music says Broncos offense only scored 13 points. You're yeah, right. that sucks. I mean, yeah. That's true. that uh, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you look and you're like, yeah, Russ was like definitely not the issue. 13 points scored. Yeah. Uh Black Marvel says Peyton trashed Russ since he showed up just to lose like this. If you get Caleb Williams, you'll still be terrible for two years because your offensive line sucks and your defense is worse. Who tanks with a two hundred million dollar quarterback?
3: I Arizona still Cardinals. I can't believe that they paid him before he took a snap. Yeah, yep. oh yeah, yeah. You have God. to. Though. He and wouldn't have
0: accepted the trade if you weren't saying like, because he <laughs> wanted the extension from the Seahawks too. The fact though like is, you, uh,
2: yeah, you, once you didn't do the extension right when you traded for him, I don't think you had to do it right before. What oh, was he going to no. do? Sit out if you didn't give him the contract right before the season yeah. started? No, he wasn't going to. And do you know who gave him that contract? It was not Nathaniel Hackett. It was not the brand new owners mm-hmm. that had been in place for a week. Yep. It was it was George Payton. Um so tough. And the tough thing is that contract still sucks and Russ is like a bright one of the few bright spots on this team. Mm-hmm. Which is just such a bummer. And last super chat coming in, one of the last few super chats coming in from Muse Musician says tank can't argue historically bad only
0: option. Yeah. Again, like I'm typically against the tank because it's never really worked before. Like ever. You know, people point to like, well, the Colts travel go get Andrew Luck, but I'm talking like you got you got to get a championship out of it. Like you've, no team has ever tanked and then had that been like oh yeah look we did it and again there's like weird things that happen but when you're sitting here at 70 and 0 at 70 to 20 wh- why not like yeah. like what what is the direction if not that like yeah. i don't know cuz you you might not even need to take to go get caleb Williams you just gave up 70 points just play exactly you might just you might just go out there and get him
2: danimo says i know how to fix the team be sure to read my comments on the pod this week it will be a two part series and get my office ready wow. at the bar there we go danimal and is that it you hear? no miranda chimes and says todd there's a group of guys take on a coach's personality i like vance as a man but he seems mild-mannered this defense looks pretty mild-mannered
3: yeah i think you do take on the attributes mm-hmm. of the coach that uh you play for um so yeah i think everything that vance is I, but i feel like we had him a time before so i can't just say that you know, this is all his personality that's making yeah. him bad. Like, we definitely feel like we took on Vance's persona the first time, and I feel like we played really well as a defense for the most part. So mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit of everything, man. Like we said, I think we maybe have overvalued some of the players on this roster a little bit. And um, we're starting to see, like, maybe we're not as good as we thought we were that's very
2: very true josh johnson says as loyal fans we deserve better my family has a separate group chat during sundays talking about if i'm doing okay these days so sad man but he does end it with a laughing crying emoji so it's good good. to hear from you josh hang in there and uh we're here for you we're here for (laughs) you uh thank you for the super chat (laughs) um the the coochie well, no, I, that was a what part did I you shouldn't have it? said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell? That was uh, I meant to say the monster. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Since, oh, oh, my <laughs> says we are absolute Zach. cheeks again. Poop poop with Cheese. cheese. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's
0: a bad team. Oh, <laughs> we need to get like, out of here. We keep sneaking one more <laughs> in.
2: Levo <laughs> oh, says, one, "Don't tank." We've got to get quick after this. Was hilarious. Is that it? Yeah. You hear? We did it. We did it. Unlike the Broncos, we were able to finish the job and not lose by 50. And it was all thanks to you guys for tuning in with us. We really appreciate all of your support. We're going to be going live, breaking down any moves the Broncos make or breaking down Sean's defense or non-defense of this tomorrow. We'll be going live at 11 a.m., so stay tuned to the DMVR Broncos podcast. Thank you all so much for the support, even when the Broncos are awful. Have a great Sunday.